Firefire podcast another special bonus podcast um this one i'm already this one i'm already starting to regret we are bringing on the big bro al how's it going man champ victor yeah <laughs> it is me yet again we we tried our best to to stir the pot before our our pivotal Week 11 matchup. Boy, it wasn't close, was it, Al? Well, you know. Cowboys kind of routed, routed your, your Vikes there. We you talked about was- how that was going to be the matchup, man. You had Pollard and CD. I had JJ and and a lot of heart going into that match. Um, there were there were tears. There were tears here in Minnesota that, uh, that Monday morning. Wow. CD ended up being quiet. Scoring what 30 points and Schultz and, and CD couldn't bust 10. Goodness me, that's right. I also had Schultz in that matchup. We had four players in that matchup combined, and you got the goods. I, you know, to kind of get back to that Sunday, I, I, I've tried to repress the memory as much as I could. Um, you know, it is we're recording on Thanksgiving Day, it's taken me about four days to uh to buckle up, recover a little bit. Um, you know, when nope. <laughs> Tony Pollard. Let's see how many touchdowns he can go for today. Let's we'll, we'll look ahead in just a second. Let's savor. Let's savor the the crushing. Um, you know there were there were really three moments where I was like, okay, the you know it was like strike one, strike two, strike three. I'm out. the The first one was when <laughs> you you somehow picked the correct tight end in Juwan Johnson. There he's a red zone monster. Look at look at his production the last four weeks. There was there was all so, the buzz about, you know, I think you had missed out on I mean, there were a couple tight end pickups that I I think you had missed out on. I don't even remember what they were. You know, Higby I had dropped the week prior to Hertz getting hurt. He was the the big waiver pickup for tight great end. Call. Great call. Didn't do shit. Yeah. Uh, it was really between Hayden Hurst and Juwan. That's right. Well, Hayden Hurst gets targets, but he really hasn't been been putting up the numbers I'm looking for. Jawan turning on came off a, a seven target game, <sighs> touchdown in three of the last four. Right was on the wall. That's just that's just fantastic analysis and foresight. And and when I saw him get the touchdown early in the Sunday afternoon slate, it was it was like a uh oh that. That that was a that was a position I needed basically a zero out of. The the second nail in the coffin was, I mean our our two defenses were were going head to head here, and and that that Patriots Jets game was just one of the ugliest affairs I've ever seen, and for it to for it to be capped off on a return touchdown. Um, that hurt. That hurt the soul right there. We, my boys went and got damn Zach Wilson fired. It looks like they did, man. <laughs> the the Jets took that personally, and they're like, you know what, Zach? 
you put up three, buddy. You put up yeah. three. And yeah. I mean, that it, it's even worse. Like, you know, obviously in Minnesota, we put up three. And, but, but it was just a whole team blowout. So there, you know, no fingers could be pointed. But when that Jets defense just tried their damnedest and then, and then ended up like that, it, uh, so that was that was the strike two, and then of course the the nail in the coffin was just the just the most disgusting wheel route, like sixty, 60 yarder bomb touchdown to Tony Pollard. That just Dak just throws. I mean, it wasn't right in his lap. Pollard actually had to make like a little catch, and then I mean Pollard. It, it is wild how much juice Pollard has, man. That dude is legit. Well, well, let's let's let the listeners know that wasn't all that happened Sunday. Oh, I I welcomed in a new life into this planet, and uh, I, I I was blessed in return. I wasn't sure if that was pod ready. You kind of you slapped my wrist a little bit uh, on the last pod about that. We're, That's we're all behind it now, and everything turned out great. So I see. Yep. You didn't want to start counting the chickens. That's That's right. That's fair. Well, you're right. Lila, your firstborn came in and, you know, I uh, come Sunday, um, you know, let's be honest here. How much of your mind was on fantasy? How much was on, on the birth of your first child? Well, so, you know, clearly the, the birth of the child was taking precedent, but, uh, I don't know. I, it was, I don't know. Uh, how much things have changed due to COVID, but the the delivery suite, um, the nursery where we stayed, all was that in the same room. And we had a, a TV up in the corner going the entire time we were in labor, child being born. So we were tuned in watching that uh, defensive onslaught between the Jets and the Pats up there. Oh, is that the game they had on? Well, I could have put on the Falcons game, but, you know, I was a little distracted, so I didn't want to be flipping back and forth. And Jesse <laughs> said she wanted to see the Pats instead. So it was her day. We went with the Pats Jets. Uh, hey. Yeah, between contractions, I was I was turning around, taking a peek at what was going on. <laughs> and I was able to stay updated. And, uh, yeah, I, I almost wept when Tony Pollard caught that 60-yard touchdown. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Jesse was like, babe, it's okay. Everything's okay. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yep, I'm, I'm excited. Well, it, it brought the energy in the room shutting your ass down. So That was disgusting. You know, I there was a brief glimmer of hope when, when Josh Allen only put up 12 points. Yeah. And, and I was like, well, if I can survive Josh, you know, but of course in tandem with that is, is my boy, Isaiah McKenzie, who was supposed to be Josh's, you know, number one wide receiver. Let's be real. Egg. Goose eggs. And then of course, just the absolute capper was, was Monday night when I needed the most miracle of miracles. And Rondo. Or done with negative points. Rondale takes the first snap of the game and hurts his hammy for negative six yards, and and thankfully just kind of put me to rest. So it was a it was a hilarious weekend. Um, and uh, I do have a little uh, I do have a little audio clip that I think kind of portrays 
Uh, let's see where I was kind of feeling. Let's see if I can find this here. Bear with me for, bear with me for a second. I, I seem to have lost it. Maybe right here. Some more. Here we go. You ready for this? Let's do it. We ran everything. We paid off cops. We paid off lawyers. We paid off judges. Everybody had their hands out. Everything was for the taking. And now it's all over. Sad, sad but true. That's that's how the fantasy season feels, man. You you feel so elated even till your last breath. I was two and six. I felt, you know what? There's still a chance. Pull back to four and six. I felt like if I can get over the Jandy hump at five and six, I could squeak in and and you just had to to put the silver bullet right in my heart, man. Do do we have a little toilet bowl toilet bowl teaser matchup going on this weekend? Well, the the toy oh me and, and Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see you guys making it pretty deep in that bracket. It it could happen. You know, it's interesting. I I didn't really because I I have never been in the toilet bowl. If I can kind of pride myself on that, well, I what, didn't we really last year. What's that? I said we started last year. Uh, okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> so zero for one. Yeah, zero for one. one. That's for two. That's above average, but um, whoa! Did you just say you're over two? No, well, I am over two on the toilet bowls. I, you're you're already counting your chickens. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I wow! Mean, I'm, wait, wait, I'm I'm one win away, right? Wow! You guys heard it here first. Alex already thinks he's in the playoffs. Well, let let's let the listeners know. Sitting at the top of the leaderboard, eight and three, with the most points to boot. We've got we've got um, four teams making it to the playoffs. We've got five four more weeks of games, and you're already counting yourself in the playoffs. That's that's ballsy right there, man. Hell, I mean, you look at the the fourth place team. Let's see, let's see. We've got Cody and Head playing head to head this week. One of them's going to lose. That's huge. JP's. Pretty heavy dog against Major. JP's falling off the board, but could sneak it out. Yeah, I got the the matchup of the week with Farrell. That's that's huge. I win this one. Uh, it's it's looking pretty damn good for me. This is an absolutely huge matchup. Obviously, Farrell has lost. Um, goodness me, three in a row. Three? I thought it was like five in a row. <laughs> no, you're talking about me. I've won five in a row. That's right. You have won five in a row. Farrell has lost three in the row, but his team is disgusting. So it's stacked. It's stacked. It, that's the pivotal. That's the pivotal matchup. I'm just shocked because I, you know, it's it's interesting. I I was going to ask you the question now. Are you more scared of missing the playoffs or running into our historical league curse? Of of coming in first place in the regular yeah. season. Hey, if I make it, I'm pleased. But uh, you don't want to be first in our tough. league. I'll live with it. I'd rather be first than fifth. That's fair. That's fair. I I cashed in at, at fourth place last year, and it it hurt to miss the money, of course, but it it felt better than missing the playoffs. That's, That's just right. a. Yeah. You got to make the cut. 
You make so the you're cut, looking you into this matchup this week. You've got let me just we've got some. I mean, you 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 obviously picked the wrong flex players last week, as always, but thankfully you had the power yeah. of Pollard to power through. Now, Gus Edwards sitting out really, you know, it changed my mind. And Kenyon Drake just went out and proved to be the player that he he is and has been. That's right. why he's at waiver wire now. I am interested. You you're clinging on to uh to Cooper Cup. Yeah, I have been back and forth on that. I mean, you look at what's on the waiver. If Cup is out, they say six to eight weeks. Six weeks puts him back right there where the playoffs start. Why um, in the world would the Rams put Cooper Cup back on the field? Hey, I don't know. But I'll be damned if he's the player that beats me in the playoffs too. <laughs> That's... I won't have waiver funds to pick him up. That's for sure. I will be so fucking stoked if you miss the playoffs with Cooper Cup on your bench. That would just be the greatest thing. Well, it won't be because I've I've passed up on a player that's out, out there. Maybe. I don't think. Maybe. We'll you know, it's interesting. I was looking back through. Obviously, you know, your your two running backs, Pollard and Jacobs, have were players that I wasn't even touching come draft season, and they have just – Particularly, Jacobs has been studs. I mean, studs when, you know, coming out of the draft, you know, you obviously picked right before me. You picked Cooper Cup, CeeDee Lamb into Josh Allen, which they've all been fantastic. But it's like, oh, what do you do at running back? Then you go J.K. Dobbins in the fourth, which is just one of the worst picks of the entire draft. It, It was. And it's a big, like, uh-oh moment. Like, how are you going to even survive running back? And then Josh Jacobs in the fifth, right before me, where I turn in Elijah Mitchell. Like, that's that was just such a pivotal choice that you made there. And where did you pick up uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire? I was eyeing him. Was he uh, in the fourth before J.K.? No, Clyde was actually in the sixth. Was he? And then you pick Deontay, which, you know, Deontay's been fine, but both of those players have been kind of a washed point. Yeah. And, and then in the eighth, I went Dak and you went Pollard, which obviously Dak just did nothing for me. And Pollard's been been excellent. And then you got Ertz in the ninth, who was very solid for quite some time. But it I'm was pleased with how the draft went. If I had I mean, cup, yeah. it'd be comfortably uh up there, you know. Right now, I am uh, kind of treading water, just trying to make it. Yes, I have a WR two right now. My flex is is pretty weak. Yep. Like you said, I thought I was going to be weak at running back. I got Antonio Gibson off the waiver wire. He has proven his worth this season. Absolutely, that was a that was a great waiver wire ad. I do think I you know it's easy to say now, but I was surprised come you know the fifth pick overall that you went Cooper Cup over JJ. Um, Cooper Cup was everything you wanted for a while. Yeah. Well, they telling me Cup, Cup, Cup. Mm. He had it going all last year. I mean, I don't think he settled for under 15 points all last year. So it was a coin toss. Of course, you know, in hindsight, I wish I still had uh, my first round pick. But uh, had he remained healthy, I wouldn't have any qualms with it. Sure. It's sure. the second round pick I, I've been more back and forth with. You know, CD has turned it on kind of late, but uh, it was him and Tyreek Hill. 
Yep. Farrell took Tyreek right after you. I was a click away from taking Tyreek. Mm. Uh, like I said, I mean, I think now it's kind of settled out. I think they're they're about even. And you'll but, be playing uh, against Tyreek just this week, so that'll be fascinating. You know, you look at Farrell's lineup, and obviously we have, just to kind of look into your matchup, we've got Thanksgiving football, which is always a blessing. You are yes. having to decide between the Minnesota defense and the, the team on the other side of the ball, the Patriots defense. And I'm currently seeing the Minnesota defense in your lineup. Well, like you said, did you see the Patriots last week? Who had to score the touchdown for them to win? It wasn't the offense. The bad team. You know, so, and then the Vikings, the Vikings look like ass, but they've got playmakers. They're at home. I feel comfortable that they're going to turn it around. The Patriots defense is stellar, but between the two, I just, I like the, the Vikings offense, I guess, better than the Patriots defense. That's totally vice versa. Talk about an absolutely huge NFL game. You've got the Vikings who just came out scorching, but we've all seen teams flare out and and to be just utterly decomposed at home against Dallas. This is you don't necessarily have to win it, but you've got to show some some heart here to pull things back around. And then New England is legitimately making a run for that for that uh, division yeah. that conference well the the bills are trying to fumble it they are it, weird weird division there you got miami and the bills look great but somehow the patriots are still right up in there yep and the jets are, are that whole division is competing it's a huge game come this Thursday. it's tonight it's the night game on thanksgiving it's huge and that that'll be really exciting to see which way that goes i see for Farrell that he's currently playing the Saints defense against in San Francisco. Yeah, let's not tell him. Let's not tell him. That's a recipe for disaster right there. Let's see what's that. There are some good defenses on the waiver, too, if I remember right. We got Kansas City and the Rams are projected at 16 and a half. I don't know. So I think what Matt Stafford got hurt last game, didn't he? Not that Matt that's a huge Matt Stafford is definitely not playing and and yeah. for him to not pick up any of these defenses. I mean, the Dolphins are bad, but the Broncos actually no. Yeah, the oh, they're on waivers Friday. The Broncos, maybe he's waiting on. So we've got some teams that are waivers on Friday. Oh, well, he could have picked them up today. Yeah, I think it's only waivers Friday cuz yeah, we've already passed the Wow. Well, I might have to be – maybe Farrell's just stringing something out here, but that seems just like a blatant misplay in my opinion. He's got – he's even got Christian McCaffrey on the other side of the ball. You don't want McCaffrey against your defense. I no. think it'll change. Oh, yeah, it did just change. He picked up the Seahawks. Oh. Let's see. How the Seahawks been doing? Their defense is, is decent. Yeah, they weren't good against Tampa Bay, who's not a tremendous offense. Tampa but Bay's pretty good. Yeah, they they definitely had performed week six through nine. They were double digits. I actually I like know. that pickup. I like that Dude. pickup. They're they're coming off the bye. They're hosting at home the the Raiders, who can put up some points, but the, the Raiders aren't. I mean, they're not good. Let's see the Raiders. They played Denver. They pulled that one out, didn't they? They did. They won that in overtime. Right. And so they are they still points. I guess 
Probably not. What's their record, you know? Uh, who? Broncos or Raiders? There's no other. Well, the Broncos, even if the Broncos were in contention, I don't think they're, they just suck. I think they're both three and seven, something like that. Okay. Well, we'll see. I need Josh Jacobs to do something. So if he does something, you know, it'll play dividends on the Seahawks as well. Yeah, no, that's that's going to be a huge matchup now when he has a defense. You've got Josh Jacobs. That could be really exciting. You do get Josh Allen here in about an hour in Detroit in, a, right. in an absolute get-right game. I think you need – I think uh, he's he – pro- what's that? He needs to, needs to get it together. You know, 19 points against Minnesota, that was – it didn't feel right, but 19 you'll settle for. But Cleveland, whew, I mean, it was a, a run-heavy game. Right. It went – James Cook and uh, and uh, Singletary there. Singletary's emerged as a legitimate. You know, we've always kind of talked about, oh, Josh Allen is kind of the one to steal from Singletary. It's been the other way around. Right. And, but I mean, he's projected at 24 points in sleeper. I think you're probably going to need about all of that. So. I agree. We'll see what happens in that startup. You also have. Currently, you have Kadarius Tony in your flex spot. I don't even know if he's playing, to be honest. I don't know if he's playing, and he put up one yard last week. So, one out in the first quarter last week with a hammy. You've got Mitchell there as kind of the tandem with McCaffrey. You've got Deontay Johnson as a safe play. Yeah, I got options. I, I would not say Kadarius Tony is set in stone. That's the Sunday afternoon. I don't think I'm going to start Jamison Williams today. He's still – I don't even know if he's Absolutely playing. He's not. Bad, right? No. So, no. I mean, between him and Deontay, I guess Mitchell might be a good play because I do see the, the 49ers probably just boat racing the Saints. And yes. He can get some junk time. He can get some goal line time. I agree. I think it's – I think Mitchell is the play. I think he's, he's shown a lot of juice. He's getting work, and like you said, that matchup should be fine, so – I would play him too. Yep. Well, again, I got till Sunday to make my mind up there. So That's I will fair. enjoy Thursday football and try not to worry about uh, my shitty flex spot. I guess there's, I mean, there is Adam Thielen on the wire, but you can't pick him up. He plays today anyways. So Adam Thielen's on the wire now. Yeah, Adam mm. Thielen just got put on the wire this morning. I don't know if that's justified, is it? Mm, yeah, I'm probably going to be making a heavy play for that. He's been pretty I mean, good. Hurt. Receiver, that's that's about as good as I can expect on the waiver there. Yeah, he could be he could be a little bit of a savior coming into the playoffs. He's got some decent matchups. Yeah, and they'll they'll be in contention all the way through the season, so it's not like they're gonna take their foot off the gas. That's probably a full a full fab dump, if I had to guess. I think it would be, yeah. I don't know why he would dump like I mean that was Echo, right? I'm trying to peek at Echo's roster to see just how dumb of a move that was, because I'm sure his team asked him. Jamichael Hasty. Oh boy, I, I I got a question thought process there. And he's got. But... <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see how that matchup turns out, man. Again, congrats on putting me to into my early grave. I get to sit back and actually enjoy football. Um, and and I guess Auburn basketball. I'm I'm clinging to strings here this fall. I'm looking to see if you can still play uh, an upset role. You got Scott, then you got Major, and then you got JP. I guess JP could still be in contention, but 
I just do not like his team. And in two weeks from now, he could have two more losses. Yeah, I know. I that's that's kind of what I was looking at. Like if I get over the Jandy hump, the rest of my season is is the bottom of the league. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it plays out and uh and good luck moving forward, man. Obviously, I want you to make the playoffs and then ultimately lose. So we'll see how that narrative plays out for you. Well, so do you have a team you're pulling for then? If you're pulling for me to lose, who do you want to win? I told you the only one that I would be not really upset about is Chris because I just don't even know him. But like, <laughs> you, literally don't. you literally mix him up with another Chris. But I, I legitimately do not really know who that guy is, and so, <laughs> and so obviously, He's if you win, listener, he's probably the most avid listener you've got. Oh, I'm I'm no sure Chris and I would actually be like very good friends if I knew him for sure. He might but, contest that, but he likes football. We've got. And I, I mean, I was hesitant about his lineup all season, but you look at it now. That Rashad White hold that he's been having all season. Isaiah Pacheco, he came into form where people were wanting him to. His team is has come together. The Devonte Adams that. trade was an absolute home run. Yeah, yeah, and Damian Pierce has kind of slowed down, I think, but he's he's still likely to. He's going to be great, and no, his team's fantastic. There's no question about it. Um, he's sitting at four losses, and he's got a pretty tough matchup. Yes, I think we discussed this morning that uh, Drew, bottom of the league's got his highest projection this week. Yeah, so Chris could, is going to uh, have to. Chris is going to have to earn it for sure. Um, it's it's going to be an exciting end to the season. There's there's really, I mean, I guess you could throw Major and Vink into the mix a little bit at five and six, but it's there's really six teams vying for that force those four spots. Um, but yeah, so I mean, obviously, if you win, then we're we're legitimately in the era of Jandy, and it, it would just hurt too bad to be under that regime. Um, I'm just. To talk that shit. I mean, every day for 365 days, I think I'll have to say something about it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and we'll just have to be the peasants picking rice for you. Um, yeah. obviously, if Cody wins, that's just the hell that I've never even wanted to think about. I think Cody will be fortunate to make the playoffs. You look at his team, and that is whew, that ain't no championship winning team there. Cody is absolutely as lucky as it can possibly be, which is honestly in this league. Oh. It's prime for a championship. <laughs> Lucky this year, but he also did miss the playoffs last year by six points. Goodness me. Get him while yeah. get him get him. You're you're absolutely right. That's a great call. Then you've got Chris, who again I don't know. Moonhead. You know, I, I wouldn't mind it just because he's just so hilariously dumb, <laughs> but he I did do with Moonhead is has he even paid his dues? We need to do a I, check Vinket on that. I think he paid his dues, but he he ultimately burned me on this podcast, and that still stings a little bit. So that's not great. You know, JP's obviously my boy, but it doesn't feel right to come in year one and work some action like that. So with Deontay Foreman and uh, DeAndre Swift as your your RB tandem there. Yes, exactly. Like he's definitely having having to get over some huge humps. Obviously, the Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is going to come back with some serious fire. So he I'm could. Mad. How do you think that impacts Tyler Boyd? Because Tyler Boyd, I was stoked. I was thinking a WR two. He's about to to light it up. Right. But 
take him out the slot and he's taking a step back. I think so I that th- I think he remains just a boom bust flex that's probably you know better than your Kadarius Tony play. Um yeah, somebody sure. that you, you know you can't you can't pencil in a number. It's either you know you have to assume either a zero, and if it happens to be a 20, then you're just ecstatic. Right. But I do think Jamar coming back, I think it takes a little little pressure off and puts him back where he's supposed to be. And I don't know. Maybe that's that's optimism right there because, damn, st- I'm hurting at wide receiver. It could still I certainly ha- land. Yep. I see that. I see Tyler Boyd is your is your two, which is, which is tough. But, you know, that's not the strength of your team. Your strength of the team is Pollard and Jacobs and Allen, and it, that could be enough. Um and then you've got you've got Farrell still somewhat in the hunt. And I, I wouldn't mind Farrell, obviously, but he did burn me last year in the semis. And that still that still stings a little bit. I guess I really should be more mad at Moonhead for bouncing me in, in the in the semis, which I don't know if I'll ever get over that. But so so it's Chris for me. Like 20 bucks. You know, he he tried to give me the winning and the title last year before the game. Goodness. Ended up losing by like seven points or something like that. I mean, yeah, he flashed forty dollars at Moonhead. He might take the dive. I mean, that boy is absolutely the biggest pussy bitch in the world. <laughs> yeah, you won't hear any contests from me. Goodness me! So, so let's go, Chris. Uh, pull it out, man. We'd love to see it. And uh, good luck, Jandy, moving the rest of the way. And maybe we'll have you on uh, right after you miss the playoffs uh, in a couple weeks. Oof. Well, we'll see how it all goes. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. I'm sure I'll talk to you in a couple hours. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.